Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin side. Thank you, Solo D. Welcome to another episode of On the Fence Side here with Kat and Paul. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. I am Brian Cat NFL. Paul is fanatic, PH underscore pick. Uh, the Miami Dolphins face the Philadelphia Eagles this weekend at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. Eagles are nine and a half point favorites, five and six on the year, but still very much in competition for the NFC East championship with the Dallas Cowboys, especially after the Cowboys drop a game to the Buffalo Bills on Thanksgiving. Highs are expected in the lower 80s. The Eagles are expected to get a lot of players back into their lineup, especially on offense, which we'll get to in a bit. But Paul, last week was really a showcase week for the Cleveland Browns against the Dolphins. They, you know, it was a team that had a lot of talent on touchdowns. The Dolphins are completely wiped out at the beginning of the game. Carson Wentz has struggled a little bit this year, but he struggled when the pass rush has been effective against him. The Dolphins aren't offering that right now. And now when you look at it from a matchup perspective, you may have Al- Alshon Jeffrey against Nick Needham and uh, Nelson Aguilar against a Ken Crawley. And-, and that presents a very big matchup problem. It absolutely does. I mean, it's the Dolphins secondary as a whole presents presents a matchup problem right now, and and that is going to really, really wear down on on the Dolphins' pass rush because they're not able to get in there because they don't have time to get in there. They're not a huge batch of speed rushers. If you don't have an insane burst off the edge, you're not helping that secondary right now with with what we're lining up. So again, it, it's. And the other aspect as well is is the the Eagles run a shorter passing game. You look at the yards per reception for all their guys. The highest yards per per reception for anybody with 20, 20 or more catches for their team is Miles Sanders, who's fifth on the team in receiving with with a 12.5. Other than that, you've got Zach Ertz. He's got 10.6 yards per reception. Nelson Aguilar, who's averaging 8.9, which is not anything impressive. Alshon Jeffrey, 10.4. And to put that in perspective – Alshon's averaging the same yards per catch as Mike Gesicki is this year. Wow. Alan Hearns, Preston Williams, Devontae Parker are all averaging 12 and a half yards per more yards or more per reception. And the it's, I mean, Miami's got a higher yards per reception average, and they throw a lot of pump and dump. So you look at that and compare it to the Eagles. It's they're they've got a short, quick hit passing game. You've got to jam them at the line of scrimmage. And that's not really Miami's strong suit right now because they're fielding, you know, backups, a depleted set of backups. Yeah, and when you look at there, – there is that because what we've seen in recent weeks is is Nick Needham, uh, Ryan Lewis really getting beat off the line of scrims quickly. So, like, like that, that's a great point that you mentioned that sometimes these, these pass rushers don't have time to get, the, get back there a lot. And so – 
but another thing the Dolphins may have going going for them a little bit more compared to last week is I I think Odell Beckham was able to uh, at least had the ability to stretch the field vertically and I don't see that as much with what the Eagles have to offer here like for what you said I mean they're they're the receivers are not are not getting down the field effectively that that could make it a, a lot more of a closer score game, scoring game and could work to the Dolphins advantage because of that but taking a look at the Eagles at the Eagles offense here uh, for the year so yeah Carson Wentz 2530 passing yards on the year completing 62.6% of his passes so definitely not the MVP caliber year that he was looking at a couple of years ago he does have a good touchdown interception ratio so 17 touchdowns six interceptions quarterback rating of right around 90 which again is a little bit down for him uh, so he and he's looked very rough the last 2 weeks i mean the eagles offense as a whole doesn't put up a lot of points against the Patriots. Ten points against the Patriots, and then la- nine points last week against the Seahawks. So they're definitely struggling on offense. But they they didn't have Alshon Jeffrey or Nelson Aguilar last week. And, and Jeffrey and Aguilar are not world beaters by any means. But they're definitely better than who they lined up, which was Jordan Matthews and Matt Collins. Jordan Matthews uh, was picked up off the street, played almost every snap last week for the Eagles, a wide receiver, and then was cut after the game. So that tells you a lot about what the weapons that they have. At the tight end spot here now, Zach Ertz is very iffy for the game, should play based based on the time of this recording. And But the other guy that's going to be interesting for them is someone we really liked heading into the 2018 draft, and that's Dallas Goddard, who could, could see a bigger role. Now, in the first year, Mike Gesicki and Dallas Goddard, it was not even a comparison. Goddard was far more of an NFL-ready player and a far better player in general. But this year, you know, I, I think you can make the case that Goddard's still the better player, but the, the stats are very similar. Mike Gesicki, 31 catches for 322 yards and a touchdown on 434 snaps. Dallas Goddard, 31 catches, 289 yards, four touchdowns on 467 snaps. So when you look at the tight end spot and the decision the Dolphins made last year, this is a game that Mike Isicki can really step up and say, hey, I'm the better tight end out of these two. I think we need to make an important distinction here. This is a game where Mike Isicki can step field. He averaged five or six yards of carry, granted late in the game, in junk time. But, you know, I – I think you just need to spread the, you know, go and shotgun a little bit more, have layered in the backfield and, you know, see if you can, if you can spread things out enough to where you take some pressure off the line and you can get some of these, you know, five, 10 yard carries here and there. You can. And, and I just want to, I'm sorry. I keep going back to this. The Eagles have eight players, including Alshon Jeffrey, who have more rushing yards per attempt than Kalen Balazs. Alshon oh. Jeffrey on his one carry for the year is averaging two yards and a touchdown. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, two rushes, seven yards, 3.5 yards per carry with a long of 16 yards, which is twice as long as Kalen Balazs' longest run. Jay Ajayi, long of 11, we've already covered that. Darren Sproles averaging 3.9 yards per carry. Boston Scott, whoever the hell Boston Scott is, 23 carries, 94 yards, 4.1 yards per attempt, 
long of 15, has almost caught Kalen Bellage in total overall yardage for the year on his 23 attempts. That's how bad it is. They have eight players with a higher yards per carry average than Kalen Bellage. Well, and I'll tell you, the bigger picture, too, is if you don't get this offensive line to an NFL caliber unit, I'm not saying they're going to do as poorly as Bellage, but they're going to struggle running the ball for a long time. And, you know, if, if they can go out in free agency and they can get a Jack Conklin uh, and another player and then they get in the draft and it's deep at left tackle and you've got three new starters and you can play it at an NFL level, I, I, I think it doesn't matter as much who you have at running back. So and, and the Eagles have found that out as well. They drafted Miles Sanders here at the end of the second round. Hopefully the Dolphins can get that safe type of value. Uh, so, so looking at the rest of the unit here, Jakeem Grant goes on injured reserve. Alan Hearns and and Albert Wilson are very iffy for this game, but probably are going to play. But if not, man, oh, man, are, the, the Dolphins, other than Devontae Parker, are going to have to be just scrounging up bodies to put on the field here. And who would have thought Devontae Parker at this time would not only be – quite possibly the biggest bright spot for the Dolphins this year, a player that you want to re-sign now, but also the healthiest guy on the team. Yeah, I mean, and, and not just healthy, but, I mean, you look at him. He's got almost 50 catches now. He's got almost 700 yards. He's averaging 15.1 yards per reception, and he's got four touchdowns. I mean, it's the guy has done everything and more that, that we could have expected from him, especially given the fact that since Preston Williams went down, he's been our absolute biggest receiving threat. I mean, you want to tell me Alan Hearns is a huge receiving threat? Yeah, he's got more yards per reception than, than, than freaking Aguilar and Alshon Jeffrey. But Alan Hearns is, is still a liability out on the field, as he proved last week. So, yeah, I, I if you told me at the beginning of the year I want to re-sign Devontae Parker and I'm maybe okay if they want to cut Albert Wilson, I would have laughed. I would have absolutely laughed and said, yeah, okay. I'm sure I'm going to feel that way three-quarters of the way through the season. You see, really, I think, I, I'm I okay think Albert Wilson is the liability. Uh, and and yeah. Alan Hearns, I, I, I certainly like Alan Hearns a little more. That, that That's for sure. And and Wilson, I'd be shocked if he's not cut at the end of the year. But Albert Wilson's got what uh, on the year? I, I I don't even have it in front of me here. Uh, actually, I do. Twenty catches, 122 yards, and a touchdown. Barely averaging over six yards a, a catch, and he can't run routes deep. I mean, he's basically a useless football player right now. Um, so we'll we'll see. I mean, I I, I think heading into next year, you're going to have Devonte Parker. Hopefully, you get Preston Williams back at a reasonable time frame. And you've got Jakeem Grant and Alan Hearns under contract. I'm not saying the Dolphins shouldn't add another receiver somewhere. I think they will somewhere in the middle rounds. But wide receiver is actually a position that you can actually look at and say, we may not have to spend a lot of resources there next year. No, absolutely. I mean, you look at the draft and you've got, you know, guys like She Smith that are going to be there in the later rounds from, from Carolina or Hill from KJ Hill from, from Ohio State or, there are just so many out there that the mid to late rounds can still come in and be effective pieces because you're not – God, I'm actually going to say it. You're not necessarily looking for a true number one wide receiver with Preston Williams and Devontae Parker on the roster. Uh, 
one player that looked like he was washed out and the other that came in as an undrafted free agent. God, that's nice to say. Yeah, it, it is. And, it, you know, it seems like the Dolphins historically, it, every time that they've made a wide receiver a priority in the offseason, it, it's bitten them in the ass. But, you know, they spent all the money on, on Mike Wallace. They draft Devontae Parker high. They they signed Danny Amendola. But when they when they sit back and actually let the receivers come to them, they come, you get a Jarvis Landry that falls to you late in the second round. You sign Devon Bess as an undrafted free agent. You sign Preston Williams as an undrafted free agent. And so, and I think that's, that's pretty typical. Having a number one wide receiver is the most overrated thing in football. Get some players who have a good rhythm with their quarterback, who are diversified, that can get open and can catch the football. I think if you do that, everything else tends to fall into place. So we've got a little bit off track here. So, but looking at this game, I, I don't see any way the Dolphins are not going to get completely demolished on both sides of the football up front. Um, I, I I don't see this being a pretty game. The, the Eagles are only favored by nine and a half points. I, if if the Dolphins came out of this losing just thirty to twenty or or twenty to ten or or anywhere in that in that nine or ten point range, I'd be very very surprised. I think the Eagles are going to run away with this game here. I'm going to go with Eagles twenty eight, Dolphins seven. Man, you are such a doom and gloom prediction guy this year. Well, they've 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 lost know, all I, their games, so I've been pretty much right. I, I not all, not all. They've won two in a row. They have a win streak this year. I'm going to be I more optimistic here. I'm 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 going to be more optimistic here. I'm going to throw out that the Dolphins do lose, but they manage to get two touchdowns in this game and lose the game 42 to 14. Actually, 42-17. So, so I'll put I'm you on the spot. On the who, for, who catches field goal. Who catches the <laughs> two touchdowns? I think Ryan Fitzpatrick runs one in and Devontae Parker catches the other. All right, there you have it. That will do it for our breakdown of the Miami Dolphins-Philadelphia Eagles matchup here on the Fence side. You can follow Paul and I on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. I'm Brian Cat NFL. Paul is fanatic underscore pick on, uh, on Twitter. And if it's not on the right side and it's not on the left side, it is on the Fence side. Solo D, take us home. It ain't the left side or the right side. And it must be the fence side. side. It ain't the left side, left side or the right, right side. side. And it must be the fence side. Listen, Dolphins fans across the land all tuning in to see what Brian Cat and Paul about to do again. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts 
to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.